Hey, I want to welcome you to another monthly edition of the Disciple Making Church podcast. And this month, I'll be your host. Uh, my name is Ken Adams, and I am the uh, uh, founder and director of Impact Ministries and also the uh, lead pastor of Crossroads Church in Noonan, Georgia. And uh, we're excited to uh, have you join us uh, for another uh, opportunity for us to just talk about really all things disciple making and how that looks and works uh, in the local church. And so today uh, I have a couple of special uh, guests joining me. This is uh, Pastor Mike Keaton, and uh, he uh, is a part of Impact Ministries as well as uh, oversees sort of the church uh, ministry side of uh, Crossroads Church. And then also uh, Jennifer Walker, and Jennifer is part of the uh, administrative arm of Crossroads Church, and uh, we are all going to uh, just talk a little bit about uh, uh, what does it mean to give people a map, uh, a map for ministry or a map to help somebody to grow uh, spiritually. And so uh, I'm excited about this uh, subject because really we're trying to look at how do we help people uh, get connected from the uh, being a part of a weekend crowd to really being a part of the ministry of your church. So, uh, Mike, why don't we just start with you? When we say uh, we're giving people a map, man, what in the world does that mean, man? What what is a, what is a map, and what is a map for, man? Tell us about that. Well, you know, of course, I don't think very many of us use the old paper maps much anymore, <laughs> right? But we we certainly get maps from. You know, the idea of maps from, you know, we use our GPS maps on our phone and stuff like that to get from one point to another. And how helpful is that? You know, it's needed, you know. And when I think about this whole idea of disciple making, uh, you know, it's a process. You know, years ago we used to say, think process, not program. And so when I think process, I think journey. You're going somewhere. And so we want to take people on a journey and lead them towards maturity mm -hmm. and uh, this fully trained disciple. And so when you think map, that's what you're talking about, mm -hmm. is helping them get from one point to the next and then from that point to the next and just the stages of growth uh, through that, that process. Yeah. So that's yeah. the big picture idea of yeah. the map. Yeah, that's good. And, and sometimes we use the terminology, uh, we want to be a, a map church, not a menu church. That's right. And what, Jennifer, what's the difference between the two of those? Yeah, I mean, uh, a map gives you the full picture, and a menu, you just kind of get to pick and choose a little bit of what you wanted to do. And I know for me, when I first became a Christian, I was in a church that gave me um, a menu, and I just got to pick and choose. And when I first started learning what it means, I was like getting in over my head, and I was going through these classes that I just couldn't understand and everything, and the Christian mm. life got hard, mm. and I didn't know what to do. And then I started coming to Crossroads, and literally got a map. I mean, so it was like, do this, and then do this, do this. Mm -hmm. And that helped me to know, okay, I can do this, and I know mm -hmm. where I'm going. And I think on those apps that you talk about, you know, what's really cool about them is you can hit the direction button at the bottom, and it gives mm -hmm. you the whole uh, whole process of where you're going. Mm -hmm. And that was very important to me because it's like, I wanted to know my destination. Like, mm -hmm. just tell me where I need to go, and they'll tell me how to get there. And mm -hmm. then having somebody to help you do that mm -hmm. is really key. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you, you just gave us a key word there. You said, I want to know the destination. Mm -hmm. So to help people understand this idea of a map and help people understand why we're even having this conversation, ultimately, uh, we're trying to lead people uh, that are maybe 
kind of untrained or, or, or new to Christ or new to the church to a destination, mm-hmm. right? So talk a little bit, Mike, about what, what is that destination and, and, and how does having a map become a part of getting to that journey, like you said a minute ago? So we, we say that the destination is really what Luke 6.40 says, which is a fully trained disciple. Mm-hmm. The disciple becomes like his teacher, his or her teacher, when they have become fully trained, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we say a fully trained disciple is the destination. Mm-hmm. And it's a difference between developed, uh, trained and developed. There's a whole other distinction. Uh, but, you know, training is just, you know, the things that they need to grow by, you know, that, mm-hmm. that process of, of how they grow. And so we, we just want to take them on that journey to get them to that place, mm-hmm. you know. And there's, so there's, and I love the idea the way you, you explained it to Jennifer is that, you know, you can, you know, punch that thing and get the, you know, here's where I got to go next. And this is where I got to go next. And it's, it's like the steps, mm-hmm. the process mm-hmm. of, you know, here's here, this is first and then this is next and so forth. And so, um, so that's, that's really, you know, that, uh, I think, uh, in, in detail of that, I mean, it's really taking somebody that you invite to your church, they come to your church and then they take steps to start growing. Okay, that's when it starts, right? I mean, that's when you're really trying to, you know, I don't say drive them, but lead them to, uh, you know, to growth, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. so uh, we've kind of laid those out, you know, mm-hmm. this, you know, begin with the end in mind. That's where we want to go. Yeah. But we've kind of led yeah. towards, you know, we, yeah. we've got these steps in place. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, we talk about this around here a lot, but a lot of folks that maybe are just kind of catching us here, on the podcast might not realize this, that that we really are uh, trying to help people to, uh, uh, to to navigate, you know, the same way Jesus did. Literally, uh, if you go back 2,000 years ago, uh, Jesus didn't use the word map, mm-hmm. but he was certainly taking people on a journey, right? Mm-hmm. He was certainly taking people from what we would call untrained to fully trained, mm-hmm. because those are his words in Luke 640, not our words. And so, uh, so I think it's important to remember that th- this isn't just a uh, a process that we're that's a, a contemporary thing that you do in ministry. This is not something that we've just created ourselves. This is literally based on the way Jesus did ministry two thousand years ago, because even though it might have felt a little different or looked a little different, what Jesus was doing is that he was taking people on a journey to a destination to become fully trained, living out his character and his conduct, because he was about to send them out mm-hmm. and to get them started uh, leading the movement that he was going to leave behind. So um, so really everything that we're talking about today, which is to me is what's so exciting, is that we're just trying to do in our contemporary context the exact same thing that Jesus did in his context 2,000 years ago. That's pretty mm-hmm. uh, pretty uh, important, if you ask me, right? right. So, yeah. I think it's important, Ken, too, if you don't mind me interjecting. It's just, uh, it's also very freeing, I think, mm. to, 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 the, to us as leaders and to the leaders uh, who are watching as well that we don't have to figure out a new thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, we may have to contextualize it, obviously, <clears throat> to our day and time mm. and, and to our ministry context, but mm. 
the method is there. The principles are there. All we have to do is just apply them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so if you think about this, you know, Jesus didn't say, hey, you know, you guys pick and choose what you want. (laughs) Jesus said, here's what's going to happen. You come follow me. You remain in me. You come be with me. And here's what's going to happen over time. You're gonna, your character's gonna become like my character. Your conduct's gonna become like my conduct. And then you will arrive at where I want you to be, right? So Jennifer, in, in our context, in our church, let's say uh, somebody begins to you know, come, start coming to the church. They maybe have a friend or a, uh, or a family member that invites them, they start coming. Uh, probably the first step is they're gonna come to our weekend service, mm-hmm. right? right. Mm-hmm. And so after they come to the weekend service, maybe sometimes it's for a few weeks, maybe it's for months, mm-hmm. right? right? So they will hear us uh, over and over again, invite them to a class, and we call that class... Next Steps. Next mm-hmm. Steps. Tell us a little bit about uh, what is Next Steps, why do we have Next Steps, and what are we trying to accomplish? So there? Next Steps is definitely a class that right now, it's for us, it's four weeks for the most part, and it is a class designed to tell us exactly how to become fully trained disciple and Mm. that's what i love about that the most is that Mm. we don't just give them a partial map we give them the full map knowing that they're not ready to take every step all at one time Mm. but we want them to leave that class knowing exactly what they need to do when they're ready to take those steps so we talk about everything from getting into a small group serving on a ministry team becoming a member Mm. obviously salvation and baptism that Mm. really is our front door there Mm. Uh, lots of people you know even get saved at those tables they're even get baptized and stuff you know so those are definitely big parts but we always talk about the discipleship process too because we really want people to become fully trained Mm -hmm. you can be a part of a small group you can be on a serving team and not be fully trained Mm -hmm. but the destination really is to be a fully trained disciple and so they need to know that up front and so we don't you don't cover it up or we don't say later on we'll tell you about that we tell you these are the steps to take when you're ready and then when we're ready we'll help you take those steps Mm -hmm. And yeah. then we do have a table host that's always there yeah. that's going to be their guide as long as they'll let us be involved in their life and help them take those steps along yeah. the way. Yeah. And so logistically, uh, when somebody signs up for this class, mm-hmm. and they usually pre-register for that class, yes, is that do. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then when they come in, uh, we will provide them with mm-hmm. a, a booklet that mm-hmm. walks them through. They uh, A lot of times they'll uh, watch a video that we've pre-done mm-hmm. and they'll... Uh, fill out the notes in the in in the booklet and what literally happens is is that uh, this is not a membership class this is not a um, not really even just a a, a new an orientation this is literally uh, helping them to understand how to navigate uh, their way through the ministry of our church and what it will end up resulting in is that they will have be positioning themselves to where the conduct of Christ could be true about their life. Is that right? right. And so you did mention that there would be a table host. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that that's really huge because that table host uh, plays a role uh, that uh, really kind of connects the, <clears throat> the information that they hear mm-hmm. to the actual step that they need to take. So right. what, what kind of person 
is that host? What are we looking for? What exactly do they sure. try to do? So for our hosts, we definitely want them to be leaders in our church, and we want them to be fully trained leaders because we want them to model what they're talking about and stuff. And so we do that. We also look for people who are high energy, very good at relationships, mm-hmm. that will do great with follow-up. Not everybody is that, you know, is that that is their wheelhouse and stuff so we do look for that and we look for people that are available that really want to be a part of that it is a four-week class there's a lot of information and so again a lot they're going to hear a lot over those four weeks but they're going to need to come back and process it later so that's what that table host is really for later on and maybe three weeks down the road they'll get a phone call or they'll check in on the people sitting at their table and help them get into a small group or see how that group's going or refer another group to them if, if they needed to do that and help them with their spiritual growth as far as serving and their spirit, the test that we take sometimes, you know, to help them understand their spirit, uh, their gifts, spiritual gifts, so things like that. Yeah. And it's very important that they have a good connection. So we are um, very intentional of trying to set people at tables with the right type, uh, type of table host. Uh, God is good, and He really does all that work for us. But mm. it's amazing how many times mm. people will sit at those tables with the leaders, and there's an automatic connection already mm. there and stuff. So that really yeah. helps. Yeah, that's good. So Mike, you. You are a regular facilitator of this next steps process, and so uh, from your perspective, I mean, what what do you see there? I mean, is this is has this class been effective for people? Are we uh, are people really get you know becoming fully trained? Are they taking these steps? What, what's your what's your take on it? How do you see it working? Well, I do. I think it, it it's very effective, mm-hmm. and I think that I loved a couple things. Um, kind of go back to what Jennifer was saying a while ago is, you know, the big picture, like they they will see the big picture and they may not be ready to take those steps yet, but it's kind of like any map, you know, when you go look at a map on a wall or something like that, even if it's a a map of a building, there's always a, you are here indicator, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's great for them to see the bigger picture because then they can identify, okay, this is where I'm at in this process. And that table host is their guide. And that guide is the one, because what we'll do in our class is, you know, we will stop uh, for a little while and let them discuss at the table. And that table host is actually asking them, so where do you see yourself with this? You know, where are you at in this? And, and they really do just get to engage in a very purposeful and intentional way there. And so uh, we see a great retention rate. The people who come to that class and go through that class, um, it, it's probably a, a, close to an 80% retention rate mm-hmm. in terms of people who stick, who get involved with groups, who start serving, build relationships, which starts at that table, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, the effectiveness, uh, in, and not just from a, a metric standpoint, but in the life change standpoint. Mm-hmm. I mean, these people get plugged in and they start growing, mm-hmm. you know, and they start experiencing, mm-hmm. you know, the, the life of Christ and their, their character and their conduct begins to change and so forth. And they see it. And so, yeah, it, it's very effective. Yeah, It's probably good. one of the, it's a very successful thing that we've, we, we've been experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I was going to, I'm glad you uh, threw out the, the percentages of people that go through. And Jennifer, you you look at these kinds of numbers a lot and the metrics, and you have a probably even a, a little more detailed idea. Mm-hmm. How, how effective do you think 
the next steps process yeah. has been. So definitely, even for our first-time guests, because I know that's always a big thing, is how do you retain first-time guests? For us, we get about 22% of our first-time guests come to the next steps, which is huge. And that then huge. of those 22%, I mean, we are connected, like he said, 70% of those, which mm. normally adds up to then about 15% of our first-time guests mm. getting connected. That means to mm. a small group. That's not even just their, their serving opportunities, but getting them into a small group the first 12 months that they're here, and that's yeah. huge. Yeah. So the rest of the people that are coming to that class might have been here longer than 12 months, you know, and we've got mm. obviously people move at different rates, but our goal is to get at least, mm. you know, that 20% of our first-time guests to come to that class to just come and see. And mm. then when they do and they hear, they're like they're in. And that mm. is an easy sell at that point. Mm. I mean, they are ready to get in. They're bought in. They understand what to do. We've made it simple. I'm a very mm. simple person. I like it easy. Just give me my three or four steps and tell me what to do and I'll go mm. do those things. And mm. I think that's key is making it obtainable. People can say, I can do this. Yeah. This is something I can do. Yeah, that's good. And, and so, um, so when you when you put these when you put the class together with the conduct of Christ, so just to help people get a little deeper dive here. So when when we look at Christ and we look at his disciples and their disciples, we see some things about their their the marks of a disciple. We see that those disciples were uh, were members or that they belonged to the church, which would mean they've taken a step of of salvation. They've taken a step of baptism. So in this class, we walk through the importance of salvation. We walk through the importance of baptism. We talk about a membership class that they can take as a follow-up mm -hmm. to next steps. Um, when you look at Christ, you see the priority of being a worshiper, or we call it a magnifier. And then when you go to this class, we talk about the importance of having public and private uh, worship as a part of our lives. We look at maturity. When Jesus and his disciples, and when he was making fully trained disciples, they were growing or they were maturing. And so then in our church, we talk about how to connect to a group, which is where you begin to have mm -hmm. spiritual maturity. So we literally are uh, helping people uh, go from their basic spiritual need mm -hmm. to where it is connected to the ministries of our church. And when you take need mm -hmm. and the uh, uh, the place in our church where that need is met, then that is how fully trained disciples are made. Is right. that right? That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I always use the illustration. I always like to think of it as, you know, if I'm trying to uh, if I'm trying to grow or change my my physical body, so I may go to a fitness center, I may go to a gym, and as soon as I get there, you know, I've got all this equipment. I've got all these people, and there's a hundred different directions that I can go, and there's all kinds of things I can do, which may or may not give me the results that I'm looking for. May or may not, may or may not, I may not even be using the right thing to meet my need, right? Mm -hmm. So I need somebody to come alongside and give me a, a map, map. A, map mm -hmm. a workout plan, exactly. right? And then if I even take it a step further and I hire a a personal trainer mm -hmm. then that personal trainer says let me show you how to take this uh, machine right here and your plan and put those two together mm -hmm. and so uh, literally that's kind of the same concept uh, we're not doing that for the physical side but we are trying to do that for 
the uh, for the spiritual side of life. So uh, one of the questions that some of our listeners might have, I, I mean, I know we have gone through this. Um, it's been a 30-year journey to get us to where we are right now. Uh, but Mike, where would you say, if you're a pastor in a church and uh, you know maybe it's a small church or maybe it's a, a, a medium-sized church and you don't have a process like this, how do you start something like this? Where do you start and how, how do you get it rolling? Well, my encouragement would be to um, start start with it. You don't have to have a four week class necessarily, but you, a class of some kind that uh, could could be focused on. I love what you said a while ago. Their spiritual need, mm-hmm. right? It's not so much us driving them to take steps or leading them to take steps that we want them to take in terms of getting in a group and stuff like that. It's about their spiritual development. Mm-hmm. It's that map. It's that journey. And so you lay that out, and then encourage them to come and you share with them the, the what that looks like in, in your context and um, and so uh, depending on your groups and your structure and those kind of things it, it, it may be limited it may be smaller um, all of those things are fine I, I would just say just start and uh, and throw it out there and say look if you're wanting to grow spiritually come to this class mm. and I'd be fine to even call it next steps just like we call ours next steps because mm. we want to help you take a next step in your spiritual development and if you base those steps on their spiritual need then it's very um, well it's, it's built for them you know yeah. and it's yeah. palatable for them it is something that they want and need yeah. so uh, I would say that you know they can determine if they want four classes mm. one two or three or however right. many but uh, I would just say start with a class and you know, we're more than willing to share, you know, the stuff we have, uh, yeah. our content, even if you wanted yeah. a copy of it. But so uh, I would just say, you know, figure out what it looks like in their context and at least offer something. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, uh, the funny thing is, is it over the 30 years that we've been doing this, we've called it a bunch of different yeah, things. A lot of different things. <laughs> <laughs> we've called it steps to growth. We've called it connecting to crossroads. We've called it all these yeah. different things. And we've also done it a lot of different times in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nowadays, uh, a lot of times we, we have, uh, we do it on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. so it's convenient for people to come. Occasionally we do a one night where yeah, we do it all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we usually, uh, at least for the first meeting, we'll have some light refreshments mm-hmm. or something. We try to make it a very much of a relational right. connection. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's right. So, um, as you think about, um, you know, the people maybe that are trying to figure this out, um, how how would you describe um, you know how important is you know years ago we used to call this uh, a an assimilation process where we're trying to get people incorporated or assimilated into the life of the church but just kind of as we wrap up this discussion how 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 important and how critical do you think this is Jennifer to uh, this the success of the mission and what we're doing so i think um assimilation is a part of next steps but i don't think it is next steps because again you can get assimilated into the church kind of like you talked but you're not fully trained and the Mm. thing with the next steps is we're really helping people become fully trained disciples Mm. and so whatever you do whatever your class is make sure you start with the end in mind make sure Mm. that you're teaching them how Mm. to become a fully trained disciple whatever that looks like in your church and then help them break that down into simple steps that they can take along the way. And it's it's a life changer. It really is. I know for, for me personally, again, when I 
was just picking and choosing and trying to figure out how to grow on my own, I wasn't doing a very good job. Mm -hmm. And I was really kind of getting frustrated. And I understand why a lot of people probably just walk away and don't Mm -hmm. know because they don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And when you go and people hear this this class, and honestly, it's it's so easy. They're like, I could do this. Mm -hmm. And that's what you need. It's just, it needs to be simple. It needs Mm -hmm. to be so simple that people can feel like they can do that and they can accomplish that. And then keep helping them along the way to take those steps, keep encouraging them. Yeah, and I mean, both of you guys know, we hear people say all the time, you know, nobody ever told me this. Nobody, yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, nobody's ever told me how to do this or why I need to do this. And so uh, I think uh, hands down, uh, it it is one of the most Mm -hmm. important. uh, We would say it's a system to help Mm -hmm. our process, to help the disciple-making process here. And so, uh, boy, we want to really encourage you, if you haven't taken uh, any kind of a step toward creating a uh, uh, a class that or a, some sort of a, a format that helps people to connect from the crowd into community and really lays out. They won't be fully trained at the end of these four weeks, but they will have a plan right. for how to become fully trained as a result of these four weeks. So. Uh, if we can help you in any way, if we can serve you in any way to figure out how to do that, man, don't hesitate to contact us. You can contact us uh, at impactdisciples.com. You can also uh, just uh, uh, go to our website here at our church, and we would love uh, to come alongside of you and help you to do that. Another way that we want to help you learn what it means to be uh, a disciple-making church is to uh, become to come be a part of a uh, annual event we do called the Disciple Making Summit. Uh, it's coming up in January. It's going to be January 27th to 28th. The link is right here below. You can uh, check this link out. Go to our website. Uh, it's going to be an amazing two days. It's a Friday night, Saturday. Uh, we'll have main sessions. We'll have breakouts that are really going to bring to you uh, some of the very best uh, disciple makers uh, around the country. And uh, you are going to want to make this a priority in your schedule and bring your team with you. Uh, it costs hardly nothing to be here. And so the uh, the cost is very, very low. You get all the details of that uh, when you go to the website. Uh, but we would love to have you come and be a part of the Disciple Making Summit. It is really uh, one of the best places for you to get inspired, challenged, encouraged, and educated on how to be a church that make that's making disciples. So once again, just want to say uh, thanks for joining us. If you would, uh, please uh, share this podcast with as many people as you can, as many people as you know, and like uh, the podcast as well. That just helps us uh, be able to get the, uh, the word and the information out to a lot more people. And so again, thanks for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you again uh, next month.